A poor soul of noble origins, a squire tested in battle, a knight-errant forged in Camelot, a man strengthened by love. Join Adam as Sir Gulliston and Craig as the Game Master in Blood and Lust, a King Arthur Pendragon duet game of chivalry and mythic adventure. Let us win glory for our king, who will reward us with honors and lands, and the devil take the hindmost. Eventually, one by one, uh, the three of you knights drift off, exhausted to sleep, and you wake in the early light of morning, and there's no sign of the fairy folk, or the marketplace, or even the clearing. In fact, even the crossroads themselves have seemed to disappeared, and all that's there is the one true path in front of you. All the the goods um, that you've um, that the the fae folk have been selling had been uh, carried away as well. There's no tents, there's no pavilions, there's no market stalls. However, the three of you noticed, having fallen asleep wearing the the rose petals, that each of you are now in its place wearing a gold chain. Um, but probably like a three three libra of value. So yeah, that made a that was a good transition that uh that gift had made or that that exchange had made to clarify for Waldrick. Waldrick is feeling very satisfied with that. He doesn't count on this kind of thing being luck every time, but to have a good experience with the Fae that neither side seems to regret is a rare and magical thing. Yeah, I'm going to talk it up to everybody I know now. Say they're not half bad. I mean, this this if this is the way that Sir Mavis makes money on the side, then there's much worse ways. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, um, could I get uh, hunting rolls from the three of you to kind of get back on track? Three Ooh. out of eight. 13 on 13. Yeah, I got to fail, so it's a good thing you guys did better. So, Sir Mavis, so Gulliston, feel free to uh, check your hunting. But um, you you follow that one the one path now instead of like the spider bomb like branching paths of earlier, and it contri- continues along the stream for like another day, and there's nothing su- significant going on. But you you very much feel that you're back on track. Um, notice that the the leaves are like a little less green in this area, probably like uh like probably more into like the the yellows and oranges, but uh uh that's it's not it's not that odd for like there to be different types of forests um mixing together. Um you're you're then going along and you see another small clearing ahead of you. Um could I now get an awareness roll from each? Eleven uh, out of seven. Pass seven on a thirteen. Seventeen on a fourteen. No dice. <laughs> so, Golston, it's it's quite odd, but around this area, you don't hear other animals. You don't hear other birds, and you're looking out in front of you, and you're seeing like it must be a cloud or something. But you see this fast moving cloud kind of like moving quickly across the clearing. And when the cloud passes in front of you, at that point you hear like a gust of wind um like go down the back of your neck 
But you're the only one who hears in the distance a beating of wings. Uh, I just, as soon as it's clear to me, I just yell, Dragon! Eyes wide open, head up, Baldrick's looking around. This isn't as big of a deal to him as it was yesterday in some ways. Except it's a dragon, so it is still also a very big deal. So, sure enough, um, looking around, uh, the three of you spot two dragons flying around and coming in as if to make some sort of strike. What would you like to do? Is there cover? You're in the middle of a clearing at this point, but you are all on horses. You're armed. I'm just going to try to ride as fast as I can evasively. (laughs) I don't know. I'm going to try to outrun their flames if I have to. Balder will shout out, um, under the trees so they can't get a clear shot. We'll have to get them to land. And Smart thinking. I think as soon as Golliston takes off, Mavis joins him, but just wherever he's first left, uh, Mavis first right, so they just start zigzagging, really drawing attention to the two of them. Whereas she, while she's taking off, she yells back to Anne to to find cover and get like get out of here. This is not the place anymore. Yeah, Anne prudently hands you a lance before departing. Anne just basically tosses it. Mavis takes it, charges, and Anne just swerves around, gathers the other squires, and leaves. So we have Baldric, you're seeking cover, um, so you can't be surprised from above. And we have Sir Mavis and Sir Golston kind of doing like a weaving pattern. Does that mm-hmm. sound right? Yep, and Baldric yeah. is going to do the traditional beat his shield with his weapon a little bit to try and make sure that there's lots of loud echoing noise to distract and confuse the dragons. All right. Um, it seems one of you, one of them is drawn to the beating of the, the shield and uh, starts in for like a swoop. And you have the opportunity to either stand your ground or counter charge Baldrick. And the other one is kind of like flying high above Mavis and Golston, trying to decide which one it wants to countercharge or wants to swoop in on. Baldrick's going to try and countercharge. He needed the dragon to get low enough to be in lance range. Uh, this is going to be impassioning on his honor, I would say. No, no, no. His fealty to his lord, Golston, who's right there. There you go. To roll your passion. Oh, gods, come on. This is a 20. That is not good. This is horrible. Apparently trading away the hatred really was a bad choice. <laughs> yes, it's such a hot day and milk was indeed a bad choice. Uh, you'd be minus five on the whatever you're trying to impassion. Probably spear expertise. Lance. Lance, yeah. yeah. Sir Mavis uh, and Sir Golston. I want to try to lure this thing down and charge at it. And I want to I want to fire myself up with with my passions, if I can. Sure. Which passion would you like to choose? That would be my hate of dragons. All right. Roll it. Sir Mavis? Yeah. Can I see, while swerving, that a dragon is very close to getting to Baldric? Uh, there's, not only is there a, ball, uh, a dragon at Baldric, there's one on you and Golston as well. Yeah, but it's still quite, it was still quite high up, right? 
Yeah, but it's it's coming down and just oh, hasn't okay. it hasn't chosen case, which one. Yeah. In that case, Mavis is going to break from the pattern and run back straight into where the dragon is flying. So it just becomes hopefully head head on collision between her lens and the dragon's face. Awesome. Counter charge. Um would you like to impassion? Yes, very much so, but I just saw that Adam failed as well, so I'm starting to get a little scared that my die might just also just give me a 20, but uh, we'll see. My dice pulls true. It, uh, I, got, I rolled a 10 out of 14. All right. Two in a row was so statistically horrible that... Alright, uh, shall I face my dragon first, and then we'll see how it goes for everyone else since I failed that roll? All right, so let's give 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 me a lance or spear expertise at a minus five, Baldrick. That would be a fail. That's a sixteen on what became a eleven. If I hadn't impassioned, I would have crit, or rather, hadn't failed to impassion. All right, so you you failed it. It passed and um, kind of goes in and tries to claw at you. Um, oh. So it claws at you, but doesn't do enough to get um, past your armor. So it basically rakes across your shield. And that nice brand new um, untarnished heraldry has now some dragon claws in it. And it kind of flies away. So remove this. Yeah, that means that I get a plus five, right? Plus to 10 if you land. passed. Plus, plus 10. So my land skill is now at 27. So you will crit on 13 and above. I didn't crit, but I did succeed with an 11. All right, uh, roll your um, horse damage. That's 27 damage. Oh, you were one away from doing a major wound to it. All right, um, Sir Golston. Uh So I rolled a 20, trying to uh, impassion my hatred for dragons. Um, so perhaps uh, your your friend's sacrifice of his own passion is um, something that's uh, maybe color, coloring your... Um, decision a little bit but uh you're seeing this thing and despite that the fact that it's murdering your friends you're not too in, impassioned by it so that's a, a minus five for your i'm assuming spear expertise role yes uh but i crit though an 11 on an 11 wow um okay so that is your your full horse damage doubled so that's probably 12d6 on kelly 39. Hmm, well, if you would have done one more da- um, damage, you would have been an auto knockdown, but uh, you break your lance off into it. Um, actually, it doesn't matter because uh, you you do a, you do enough points to just kind of break your spear off into it, and it's it's flying um, at you, and, like, you stick it, you palm roll right by it, and it kind of, like, skids into the ground leaving like a big furrow as it slides right past uh sir mavis's horse uh sir mavis um can i get a horsemanship roll sure no problem i passed that one as well 13 out of 16 mavis is super in her element right now yeah and it's a good thing because uh you're you're able to kind of like jump the dragon at the last uh second as it's getting to a house uh halt uh, Baldric, um, the uh, the the worm circling around you is going in for another pass. 
What would you like Baldur's to do? Baldur's going to have to countercharge again. It's the only way. With a 10 on 11. Pass this time. Well, it's a good thing you pass, because that means you get the shield against its crit. <laughs> of course it does. <laughs> How much armor are you wearing? How many points? 12. But it's no longer as rusty as it used to be, thanks to Sir Galson cleaning it up before he gave it away. You actually only take five points of damage because of your armor. So it goes around and, like, again, scrapes you and takes a bit, uh, like, a nice chunk out of your shoulder as it's um, basically trying to pull at you and kind of, like, rips your shield from your arm. And then it kind of, like, lands down right next to you. Um, Sir Golston, Sir Mavis, you see this other dragon is has stopped and is, like, now on its on its feet walking around, circling around Baldric. What are you guys doing? Um, I, I just want to charge at it as fast as I can. Um, you know, I, I, maybe I'm not feeling strongly about how much I hate dragons right now, or I, I'm not really like, I'm feeling maybe confused about that, but there's one thing I'm not confused about, and that's that my dear friend is in trouble. So, uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm flying down there as fast as I can. Mavis? I was already charging back to begin with, so I'm going to continue that charge, jumping over the dragon that's in front of me, and, uh, yeah. Get to the next dragon butt to be slain. All right. Uh, the two of you should arrive uh, next round, but uh, not before the the worm is walking around and he's going to try to bite at uh, Baldric on his horse. Baldric, um, you can't charge unless you disengage from it. Which would could... basically mean I'm on regular damage instead of horse damage? Pretty much, yeah. I mean... Do I even still have a lance, or did it get knocked out of my hands in that crit, would you say? Um, Dramatically. You weren't knocked down. Okay. But you, you you could have your lance if you want, otherwise you could draw a sword. I figured I would draw a sword okay. at this point. Also, my sword isn't penalized like my lance is. That's a, that's a, good, um, it's a good point. So basically, you drop your lance, um, draw the sword, and let him have at it. Hack and slash. All right. That is a pass with an eight on a fifteen. All right. That is that's a uh, eleven on a twelve for bite. So it's going to bite you. But uh, it kind of like you plunge your short sword sword at it, and it kind of bites onto your arm, and it's trying to like wiggle your sword loose. It's not doing any damage, but it has you by the sword arm. And it's going to start flapping its wings at this point. Um, however, um, Sir Mavis, uh, Sir Golston, you're making your loop around. What would you like to do? So no damage on the sword then? Did that pass? No. no uh, well, no. I mean, you hit it, but it, it he did higher, so he gets to do uh, his that's damage. That's how it works. Okay. Sorry. Thank you for clarifying. Yep. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. So my lance is gone. It, it, it's a. Uh... Was embedded into that dragon, so I think uh, on the ride up, I'm I'm taking my sword out, and uh, mm-hmm. you know I I want to try to do like a ride by slash on this on this thing that's got Baldric by the arm. Okay, Mavis is going to charge up with the lance that she still has, and take the other side. Alrighty, still very much see Golliston and her doing mirrored moves across the clearing. Okay, um. We'll do uh, Golston first. 
Um, I pass a 13 on a uh, 14. Oh, uh, you're muted. Uh, you can still do a, a charge. You just you don't have your um, reach advantage. But yeah, you have to get in pretty close to do it. But the dragon's kind of like focused in on Baldrick's arm at this point, And you see him kind of like flapping its wings, trying to lift him out of the saddle. Um, yeah, you can roll your horse damage. Your 66. 20. All right. You kind of gash at its side. Um, but it's not enough to make him drop Baldrick. However, Sir Mavis, you're up on your probably still impassioned lens. Oh, that passion stays up? Oh, that's that's oh, yeah. nice. That's very nice. I was yes. about to ask. I crit on a 19. Awesome. Uh, I guess that's uh, you're rolling uh, you're rolling your horse damage twice then. So that's technically 12d6. You get to feel like a third edition wizard. Um, That's 50 damage. Uh, good God. You like cornhole the beast. Yeah, just straight into, in between two skills, straight into the hard. Um, Baldrick, I would like you to make a horsemanship roll because you are about to be lifted up from your um, horse, but that suddenly stopped, and you're kind of being thrust down back on top of the saddle. Now that'd be a 15 on a 13. I think Baldrick is thrown to the ground, probably. Yeah, you, you take four points of damage in the fall. Um but uh, oh, it's like one of those things where, like, you, Sir Mavis, like, gets it right in the rear and it starts flying off with the lance still stuck in it. And then you see it just sort of losing altitude and just making a big smear on the ground as it, like, leaves a bunch of goo and ichor behind in the clearing. And now you got, like, two, like, kind of like crossed in a V like smears in the ground. One's a furrow. One's like a big gory smear with a dragon with a lance, just like unbroken coming out of its butt. So given all that happening, I'll, I'll say uh, scenes on you guys as uh, you are mopping up after the carnage. Mavis just lets her horse run out because it was pretty charged up and say, ho, ho, ho. Oh, okay. Whew. Ah, that, was a, that was a good one. And then she spits on the dragon's face. The last so one to go This down. is basically the, the medieval um, fantasy equivalent of smoking cigarettes after sex for her. I mean, she hasn't experienced that yet, so yes. Golston is already thinking about like what uh, amazing story this is going to be. And it's just like, oh, this is going to, I cannot wait to tell Sir Gregor this one. He's just seems to like never be impressed by anything I, I tell him, but there's no way that he's going to not be listening to this one. Not, not one, but two worms. Baldrick, yeah, yeah you've been, you've been quite banged up. How are you? Baldrick is feeling pretty exhausted. Between that and the other fight, Baldrick is exactly one point away from having hit a major wound. Yeah, but major wounds only happen when you get it all in one go. You have a bunch of small wounds. That okay, good, up. yeah. So, yeah, Baldrick has a bunch of small wounds, and they've added up enough that he is he is having a little bit of a harder time getting up on that than he would like by far. Yeah, Mavis, Mavis will just drive up or ride up and just pick you up, put you back on your feet, and, and yeah, it will be yeah. okay. We get you all dusted off. 
Yeah, exactly. We're like we're like patting the dirt off your back and stuff, getting you getting you set back up. We're like, man, that was a that was a tussle. Yeah, but we couldn't have done it without the great distraction that Baldrick provided. I mean, that was expert expert distraction level. Like, couldn't have done couldn't have done it. Is, is your arm okay? I I can't believe what just happened. Uh- I think I'm going to be needing some bandages and hopefully not too many stitches after that. Yeah. I mean, y'all can make uh, first aid rolls if you if you want. And that's you can do one on sp- on each wounds if you like. I pass uh, five out of ten if, uh, if you want me to take a look at it. Yes, please. <laughs> so, yeah, um, if you're looking at his arm, uh, Baldrick, you can gain one point back from Olsen kind of like popping it back into place and helping to stifle the blood. We're all lucky. Mavis, um, that was incredible. In fact, um, who had any wounds um, prior to the marketplace? Just Baldrick? Just Baldrick. I took that three points in the first fight. So um, I'm actually going to allow you to have uh, three points of your healing rate because it's um, despite um, been, being on the road... You feel quite refreshed after the market plate. So, like your first uh, three points from the tussle with that one knight from Somerset has since healed up. So, you can gain that back as well. It's almost like you had some time to let it rest a little bit when you're in the market. I'll take it. I mean, oh, shit, anything after all that. <laughs> How long have we been gone? Well, you did pass that hunting roll earlier, and you noticed that the trees have started to turn yellow and orange. Ah, shit, I had not put that together. Oh, no. Are we getting close to the fall already? We're going to have to start moving faster. Um, Yeah, I think it is just this moment that we start to realize that the clearing is surrounded by trees in yellow. Uh, That, mm, I thought we just spent a night. Fairy time. Oh, no. And Baldrick is going to do one first aid roll for his other wound, which is a pass. All right, you could have two points for that one. So you're kind of like making camp um, near the corpses of these dragons and like kind of now putting it together that, man, Lady Adriele is probably going to be waiting on you for quite some time. Hopefully no one confuses you for being dead again. Yeah, and like he, he immediately, it's like that sours the entire thing for him. It's like... Oh my god, what if she thinks I blew her off or that I died? And he's just like, he, you know, he's he's like, he grows pale. And, uh, you know, when they're all just like by the fire later on, he's just like not saying much of anything. He's just kind of like trying to wrap his head around. You see him counting on his fingers, trying to like figure out how many months could have passed and just like hoping it's still the same year. Gallison, what has you down? You're not even boasting about our heroics. A heroic feat that we just achieved. It's just uh I I told Lady Avielli that we would be dealing with this most urgently. I just I worry, you know, what if she, what if she thinks I've died? And you know, last time I was lost in the woods, somebody else tried to swoop in and, and take her from me. And you see, he's just kind of like he's getting like a bit childish about the whole thing and just kind of like uh you know, he's kind of like complaining a bit and, and just kind of like moping around and stuff. Well, did that prick succeed in doing so? I don't think so. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. And and like, you're right. It's a 
it's crazy. We we beat two dragons. I mean, we beat two dragons. And he's like looking at these, you know, dragon carcasses nearby. Just like it's definitely something you don't see every day. I mean, y'all could take trophies if you like. Yeah. Yeah. Dragon head or sort of dragon claws or something. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think so too. And as Gollison is is slowly like increasing in volume, we beat two dragons. Mavis is overdoing it a little bit more, and soon they are just shouting like, "Ah, we we slayed two dragons!" So your your long suffering squires um with a huff go off and start butchering various trophies of the beast, like, "Oh, uh, give me a tooth! Oh, give me a claw! Or give me some scales!" And they're just like. As they're like just trying to like pick through all this dragon gore and try to get something that's you know recognizable as a dragon something for you, so they're they're not happy about it. It's gross for them, but you you get you get some small trophies because you couldn't possibly like pack a whole lot of it and still continue on the quest. No, but um, worst case scenario, maybe if we run into some other situation where we have to trade them. We can trade bits of dragon. Possible. So otherwise, it's proof for Lady Avialli that really we faced some pretty big problems to get your man through. Proof for anyone. Imagine bringing out this dragon head at the next feast. Yeah, the, the head's a little bit too big to um, bring. Yeah, that's true. That's too much. Yeah. yeah. So you you rest a little bit, heal up, um, do some arts and crafts for a while, but uh, next two days. Uh, you continue down on the path, and it finally ends in a low, leafy tunnel leading into an otherwise impenetrable forest thicket. The stream the path has followed flows out from the tunnel and takes up the entire width, and only a narrow walkway of stepping stones provides the dry route inward. Just beyond the thicket, the tunnel emerges into a sunlight glade. Inside the glade lie the bodies of a pair of lions, seeming recently been killed. Like... Kind of weird because like lions aren't like uh you know, I don't know about the world really, but like lions aren't like native to here, right? It would have to be They're like a pet. Arthurian or lions. Oh, okay, can, okay. Yeah. All right, never mind. You you're right. No, that's totally normal. Oh, what I wonder what killed these. Um and as you say that, you notice that uh a number of broken weapons, um a spear, an axe, um, and a splintered shield are scattered around the bodies. Well, perhaps whoever left these behind. Uh, we don't see any like, you know, men or anything. So it's it seems like they were they they uh, you know, they they killed these beasts and they went on or something. That's probably what um, you surmise. They they didn't even take any trophies or anything to prove that they have slain the two lions. I mean, it, there might have been more, but not from these two. This is this is this is about as weird as we have seen every other stop so far. Yeah, Golston is definitely going to uh, like suggest to Mavis and Baldrick that they just keep their wits about them. Uh, you know, he's gonna like use his limited knowledge of like hunting and tracking to just kind of like, uh, like on their path forward, see if you can spot any like tracks or signs of like a chase. Like maybe they got chased out of here by the other lions. And or... a- yeah, and as you looking at, as you're looking around, you see like, like it just like appeared suddenly in your field of vision. You didn't hear or see 
anything come up, you see this uh, tall, slender figure of this woman with dark hair and like she's like wearing like these flowing silks that are kind of like moving in this like breeze, but you don't feel a breeze, but they're moving around um, her body and kind of giving like this ethereal presence. And you see a single tear come from these very deep blue eyes. I think Mavis is one of the first to dismount and uh, to get to eye level with the lady and say, lady, what has you in in so much distress? What has me in distress? What have what have you done here? And she looks around, indicating the basically basically the battlefield before you. Um, the three of you could also make a recognized roll if you like. I pass at three out of ten. I fail twelve out of five. I failed also. I mean, the Balder can simply say. Well, we've just arrived, so we ourselves are learning. Uh, Sir Mavis, you recognize pretty much right away that this woman has a very strong family resemblance um, to Lady Avielli. Oh, uh, we were supposed to find a cousin, of course. So it it doesn't does it look like sister or sister like sisterly or cousin? You know that uh, she was an only child, but. Um... Looks like somewhere in the family, like they're pretty closely related. Right. Okay. Um, as as my companion says, we we just arrived. Um, all of our gear is still on the horses, so this was not us. Um, excuse my my rudeness and uh, my pressing, but do you perchance? Uh, come from the same family as Lady Avielli. And upon the mention of her name, um, the lady produces a handkerchief and dries her eyes um, from the tears she is shedding for presumably the lions and says, I am the Lady Belvine. The Lady Avielli is my cousin. But I I can't understand why someone would do this and indicates the the lions and she like kneels down and starts stroking one of the their heads. Well, in that case, before we go and do anything else, I think it is only our duty as knights to figure out what has happened and to um, find justice for you and your companions. Um, anyone who wants to do some more investigation of the scene could either make me awareness, battle, or hunting rolls. Your choice. Those are all the same for me. Uh, so I want to take it from the hunting angle. Um, let me see. I'm going to go from the battle angle. It's not as good as my awareness, but I feel like it makes sense. And that's a pass for me, 9 on a 13. I too and... wanted to take it from the battle angle, but I rolled a 13 on a 10. So I think Mavis is very much focused on uh, same. on Belvine. Exact okay. same. 13 on a 10. Yeah. As you're trying to explain your your story and like why you're here, um, Sir Golston, like hunting around, um, you see a bunch of tracks and notice that probably at least a dozen people were fighting at this point. 
but you do find a small shield with white and blue wavy horizontal lines and that same black circle that you saw earlier. But it's the shield is like broken in half. Yeah, I'm definitely uh, going to uh, get it and bring it over to the group. Hey, you guys are going to want to take a look at this. And I show them the I, I you know I'm brushing the dirt off to kind of show the uh, the heraldry. And was that one the King Cadwe one? Yeah, it looks very similar to the other Knights of Somerset that you've encountered. So almost like, yeah, almost like they had some time to get here before you. Okay, I'm definitely going to uh, kind of like relate what I've learned about like you know maybe a dozen men or so fighting over here. Uh, by the looks of it, definitely going to share what I know about, um, you know, what how like our previous encounter with them, I guess, and how they all kind of fled the tents and stuff like that. You know, I'm explaining it to the cousin. Um, and I'm going to ask her, like, is there any reason why they would, uh, why they would kill your lions? I know not the reason, but those lions were good friends of mine. Uh, she's still stroking the mane of one of them. If you are who you say you are, then perhaps a test might prove it. Um, Golestin is going to say, um, absolutely. Uh, I am deeply in love with your cousin Avieli, and in such, I consider you a part of my family as well, and I will not let the people who have done this get away with such an act. Uh, she looks down and notices the cloak that you're wearing and nods and says, well, if you are truly love's champion, then pluck a rose from the arbor there. And she points and it appears to be like this wall of thorns and roses. And then she continues, if you can, then I shall believe you. But take care for the roses, for the thorns, for the thorns are poisoned with hatred. If hate is ever in your master, if hate is ever your master, best to leave now and not even try. It's like, I mean, I have some of it, but it's not my master. You know, love is my master, so um, to me at least. So I'm I'm gonna tr- definitely try. I'm gonna march right up to it and try. So as you march up to the arbor, like there's this wall of thorns, and you see this this rose just sitting in there, and it almost seems to recede further into the Wall of Thorns as you approach, and, like, the vines grow and swirl around it, and the thorns just start producing, like, even thicker, um, like, patterns. Um, so, before you, um, proceed, can you give me your, uh, your traits for vengeful, selfish, deceitful, Arbitrary, cruel, and suspicious. Okay, uh, vengeful is ten. Arbitrary is four. Uh, what was the other ones? Uh, selfish. Oh, okay. Uh, selfish is two. Um, deceitful. Deceitful is five. No. Nope. Oh wait, yeah. Deceitful is five. Yep. Cruel. Uh, cruel is nine. And suspicious. Uh, suspicious is seven. I had to think because uh, a lot of those instantly changed, right? So they were counter, you know, they yep. got switched around a bit. Correct. 
So, as you put your arm in to grab at the rose, some of the thorns reach, like, kind of react and reach out as if to sting you. So, we're going to see how many sting you. Can you roll your... uh, can you roll your forgiving against um, your own... Um, yeah, just roll your forgiving. That's a fail. Uh, 13 out of 10. All right. Can you roll your uh, your generous? Uh, that's a pass. 14 on an 18. And can you roll your honest? Uh, that's a pass. 3 on a 16. Can you roll your just, please? Uh, pass. 2 on a 16. Can you roll your merciful? Uh, fail, um, 12 on an 11. And can you roll your trusting? Uh, fail, uh, 16 on a 14. Well, as you're, as you're putting your arms on there, three thorns kind of stick right into you, and you take two points of damage from your own vengeance and your own cruelty that have been latent within you. And as you try to push through them, these two thorns are digging into you harder and harder. Do you dare to try to defeat your own virtues? Yeah, he's like gonna like wince for a second, and then he's going to like try to push through even harder, like looking within himself, like you know, trying to trying to set aside the the uh, the things that are getting in the way of him being the champion of love. So, can you roll me your forgiving one more time? Uh, that's a fail. Um, 13 on a 10. And can you roll your merciful one more time? Can I impassion? No. Okay. Um, that's a fail. Uh, 18 on a 11. And can you roll your your trusting one more time? Uh, that's a pass at least. Uh, 2 on a 14. So those thorns that had been in you are digging their way worming their way deeper into your arm and you're taking two more points of damage. Do you press on? Um, yes. All right. Forgiving. And he's just like screaming and bleeding this whole time. Uh, that's a fail again. Uh, 15 out of 10. Mavis and Baldrick are just huddling together in an embrace. Just be like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And you're merciful? Uh, crit. 11 out of 11. So... The 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 thorn of cruelty breaks off and falls out of your arm, but damage done is damage done. Do you wish to push further? Yes. So it's that vengefulness that has been your bane throughout this entire campaign that is still stuck in you. Can you forgive? Can you truly forgive, Golestin? You hear Alviali's voice that's in your head, and you think about all those people who've done you wrong and all the times you've gotten passionate about things and you're, you're pushing for, and you're feeling that rope, that thorn just digging ever so further into your arm. Love's champion is forgiving. You heard her voice say, would you like to make another forgiving role? Yeah. And he's going to do it until it's true. Um, and that's a two. So that's a pass. So, the thorn falls out, but damage done is damage done. So uh, you can annotate in your near your hit points that you have lost five hit points permanently, and they just don't ever come back. But pushing forward, 
you grasp around the stem of a rose, and it has at this moment ceased to retract. Yeah, and he uh he gently plucks the rose, and um, you know, he's feeling uh well, he's like he he pulls it close to himself and like his tears are falling on it in this moment of like catharsis as he like truly feels like he's you know he's shedding his worst qualities in favor of embodying uh the love what it means to be love's champion and um you know having felt that it's done uh but also like you said like the the damage is done and it stings uh but he just feels like this tremendous amount of triumph. Sir Mavis, Sir Baldrick, you see your companion's arm just torn to ribbons as he pulls it from this thorn, this thicket. But in his hand is this glowing white rose. It appears to be made of the purest silver that you've ever seen. Yeah, I think despite the arm, the only appropriate response is to just cheer be merry uh, and then see if we can at least patch up the arm a little bit so it doesn't get any worse yeah i mean awe should be the appropriate response for baldrick because that was a genuinely impressive and selfless willingness to self-sacrifice and levine seems to nod her acquiescence as well and says Perhaps you are love's true champion. However, it seems that the Heartblade has already been claimed by the man who bore this. And at this point, she's holding the shield. Well, then we will retrieve it. For they are not the rightful owner. I will try to help you as much as I can. But first, I must tell you a tale. And she gathers you all around to discuss what... uh, her tale to tell you and basically explains that she had indeed been entrusted to guard the heart blade but said that the lions there would have been much better guards than she would have and she entrusted her magic to complete any um um guarding that uh, she would have but says that the there are some magical properties for the heart blade and it could only be wielded by one who is truly inspired. Can only um, be wielded by one who is not inspired by hate. And this man must be worthy of being love's champion and must hold true to the six virtues of love. In the hands of love's champion, Heartblade is truly a magical blade and holds the strength to protect the virtuous. However, there is a prophecy of hatred. It is said that the Heartblade could become corrupted by evil and attacks. Um, with hate it thus corrupted she continues if ever the sword within a circle of traitors tastes the blood of one who is without hatred its power for caring shall wither and a new power of unyielding hatred shall grow in its place the blade shall become a tool that can only be mastered by the most jaded hearts i bid you to rest by my um, fountain for a little bit and we'll continue this quest next time want to find out more about the story join our discord channel The link is in the description.